0: Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality In each episode, join Grant Berry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end time consequences for us all.
1: Here's Grant. If we want the fire, we have to reconnect the wire. Beloved, we have spent uh, the last 80 plus podcasts introducing and promoting the reconnection message. Uh, this is a tie-in to Reconnection Mandate Directive number one where we would really understand This message and its significance During this day of Israel's awakening We are going to make a transition now into The legs and a face and what does that mean putting legs and a face to this message? There are many great books written about the one you man introducing it to us, but little has been written to put a a flesh to this message. What will it look like in the church as the church and the messianic bodies come together, as the church and the nations come together with the believing body, the remnant of Israel in the land? And so I really hope that you enjoy Um, these next conversations as we uh, dialogue on what the reconnection is what it will look like um, adjustments and modifications to be made to the entire church both here and in israel and then additional adjustments for those churches in the parts of the world that are connected to more heavily populated jewish areas so beloved i hope that you enjoy these podcasts and just want to encourage you always to reach out to us with your questions and comments uh, and go on the uh, reconnecting ministries website at romans911.org may the god of israel richly bless you lots of love to you in Yeshua, beloved we're looking at the six points as to what the reconnection message actually is and you can follow uh, in the Romans 911 second edition you'll find it on page 108 and in the study guide in a page 116 and so three points that I want to focus on today the first has to do with the reconnection breaking off all past and present negative influences beloved the father is looking to wash us clean of past influences that the enemy has sown to create division and separation and to maintain divide and so One of the most significant things about the reconnection message is we confront head on the emotional, spiritual, negative influences that have been spun by the enemy to divide and separate us. And there are lots of human emotions at play here things in our bloodline in our our ancestry especially when it comes to anti-semitism or generational anti-semitism traveling through the blood remember beloved the church romans eleven 13, i'm speaking to you gentiles were given edicts to love israel on account of the patriots despite their rejection to draw them to jealousy not to be arrogant thinking that they had replaced them and with the mercy that we have received as a result of their disobedience that we would now release that mercy back to them but look what happened beloved the church went in the opposite direction uh, and instead persecuted and even killed the jewish people sadly the church has a horrible history when it comes to its relationship with the jewish people and at this point now that israel is awakening and the lord is looking to restore israel and even use the church to help to bring about new life in jewish people god has to clean us up first and in the last podcast we talked about john 17 and honestly beloved how can the father send the fullness of glory on a church that is so divided? Doesn't he first have to restore the love and unity in the body? And we're seeing this in the emerging prayer and missions movement. Uh, prayer is our foundation. John 17 is our DNA. And God is using this movement, a remnant in the church, to lay the foundation for a restoration. But first, beloved, We have to deal with negative influences that are at play that maybe cause us to be indifferent to the Jewish people. Anti-Semitism influences, replacement theology influences. The Lord is looking to remove at the root, to wash away these influences with his mercy. Interesting. Look at Romans, the end of Romans 11, I think it's 30 and 31. With the mercy that we have received as a result of their disobedience, we would release that mercy back to them. For God has bound all men over to disobedience that He may have mercy on us all. It's interesting. This is how Paul ends the dissertation between Israel and the church, trying to explain to the Gentile part of the family the the pathways of Israel, ultimately leading them to a place of restoration. But then all of us really being given over. You know, it's interesting, Israel failed to the law, right? They failed to uphold the law. But we in the church failed up to this point, have failed to love Israel unconditionally. And God is now wanting to release his mercy to wash away the negative influences. Beloved, the reconnection is not what we've done wrong. It's about what we need to do right. And although we're not responsible for the sins of our fathers and mothers, But if those influences are at play in us, and I can tell you from my own life, dealing just naturally with the sins of of my parents and grandparents, affecting the way I do or act in a certain way, these things have an influence. And I wanna submit to you, beloved, the enemy has been using them against us, and the Lord is now looking to break off those influences to restore the fullness of love and unity between Jewish and Gentile believers to make us ready and to prepare the bride for the bridegroom. But we must be willing to look at these influences and allow the Lord to break them off. And of course, all of this, is without condemnation. Please don't go down that path. This is, again, it's not about what we've done wrong. It's about what we need to do right. But if these influences are still at play and affecting us, preventing us from moving into the role that God has for his body in an end time to call on the breath and to release the mercy, that these slain, it says in Ezekiel 37, would come back to life. And beloved, we have an amazing end time role that we have really has been hidden up until this time. And it's now coming to light. God wants to use his body to shine light and love back to the Jewish people. And there's a great calling here to complete the family and, and make the family ready for the Lord's return. So, the next point is that the reconnection honors and upholds the diversity that exists between Christians and Messianic Jews within the love and unity of the one You man. And I want to tell you here, beloved, there's a great deal of confusion here. The first thing I want to say to you is, God is not calling Christians to be Jewish and he's not calling Jews to be Gentile. There is love and liberty in the olive tree for unique expressions within the context of the One New Man. Look at the Gospel, one sixteen. The power of God unto salvation is to the Jew first and then to the Greek. This is how God looks at the kingdom, how he looks at the family because he's a family man he has a firstborn child and then all of his other children it was always meant to be that way from the calling of abraham that we would be a family but a family of jew and gentile in the one new man that the lord perfected at the cross and the resurrection and look at the book of acts and how that body changed the world and just look at what God's gonna do as he begins to bring us back together again. But it's important that while we can honor, I mean, look, I do believe that the church got robbed of the feasts because there's such a unique, you're sure, Jesus is in the middle of every one of these feasts and it's so wonderful to connect with him and with the Lord in in uh, in the midst of these feasts, but there's no obligation. We know that from Acts 15, don't go down that pathway, but there are beautiful traditions in the church, beloved. I always challenge some of my messianic friends that can be somewhat harsh uh, against some of the traditions that that have come about in the gentile part of the family. Christmas, why can't we We come into a church and and light a candle with thousands and thousands of our our Gentile believing family who are honoring and lifting up our Lord. There is love and liberty to cross over both parts of the body. The olive tree is unique with expressions and in the book I talk about all the, the beautiful elements that hang from the tree with the different expressions of our feasts and celebrations, whether they be Jewish or Gentile. So we uphold the diversity and accept that that Jewish believers don't have to become like Gentiles in the church, that there is a place to honor their association to their roots and heritage that may be a little bit different. And I'm not talking about getting religious here. I am very free in the Holy Spirit. And I never felt more Jewish in my life when I came to know the Lord, because I found the God of Abraham in my heart, in connection. Yeshua brought me back to the Father. But you can be connected as a, as a Jewish believer to your heritage and roots in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, and it's rich. And the key here is is to honor our diversity within the context of the one new man. And that's where I believe the Lord is going. But beware, there are extremities, just as there are extremities in the church where the church says there's no Jew-Gentile misunderstanding what Paul was saying about Jews and Gentiles and husbands and wives in Galatians. He was talking about our relationship in the Spirit. There is no difference between us in the Spirit, in our connection to the Lord. Jewish believers are not any better. We are equal, beloved. We are equal in the Spirit. But there is a place to honor diversity. But some in the body get extreme, as I mentioned to you on the Gentile side, well, on the Messianic side. And most of this comes from Gentiles that have come out of the church being critical of the church that are insisting that the church comes back under the law. The Ephraimites, one law association, and even the term Jewish roots has been invaded by this concept and thought that those in the church now need to come back fully under the law. And We know that that is not scriptural and God did not require god's children in the nations to connect with the jewish roots and heritage the way that the jewish believers do but if you look at acts look at acts 20 i think it's 21 when paul comes back to jerusalem you can see how clearly the jewish believers were living a jewish life to be a light back to their own people and then look right at the end of acts when paul meets with the roman leaders and actually says you know I've never gone away or broken away from from the traditions so there is a place here beloved for both of us to exist with love and liberty and we have these beautiful diagrams in the romans 911 teaching videos where we we have love and liberty flowing through the olive tree. And that is the key here. Some will be called to more, some will be called to less. And the key is to accept and embrace that Jewish believers are free to express themselves perhaps in different ways to the rest of us do in the church. So the third and final point is bringing correction theologically and eschatologically that have excluded this reconnection and places the body of Messiah into strategic positions for the following. Israel's spiritual awakening, the end time harvest of souls, world revival, and the preparation of the bride for the Lord's return beloved that's what we're talking about here we are in the end days the world is beginning to shake judgment is here Uh, you don't have to look far out the window or to experience by turning on the news and it's not all about global warming either Things are happening out there. The world is going crazy. We are ultimately, beloved, looking at a huge fight spiritually between the Lord and the enemy, and we know who wins that. But the challenge here, or not the challenge, but the, well, it is a challenge because uh, uh, some churches are so stuck and rigid in their different perspectives, that it's difficult for them to open up to these times. But just look at the restoration from the Reformation. God has moved by the Spirit in many different ways. And and when He does, through those revivals and awakenings, so many believers end up hanging their hats on past revivals. And we need to flow with where the Holy Spirit is. And God has a plan in these end days that has everything to do with reuniting the body for Israel's restoration, for the end time harvest, for the end time plan. And uh, there's this beautiful picture we have of a bridge, we call it restoration bridge, that we need to now get on where we receive the healing and mercy to move us on to restoration pathway. And this becomes a journey now foundationally in the one new man there's a lot for us to learn remember the church has been separated from its jewish roots and heritage for 1700 years so the influences of replacement theology even when we come into confession and repentance are not going away overnight they're embedded into the church's mindset and it's going to take time and so the lord looks uh, this is the reconnection mandate uh, directive number four after we've we've reunited after we've come into a, a full repentance embracing the Jewish side of the family there's a renewing that takes place and very interesting Romans 12 right says in view of this mercy that we're to offer our bodies as living sacrifices right but what what mercy is he talking about he's talking about the mercy in Romans eleven thirty two that that I've given you all over to disobedience that I may have mercy on you all in view of that mercy in view of that mercy that we would allow the Lord to renew our minds and our thinking and beloved it's a journey and it's a continual journey and as I teach in Romans 911 the more we move into it the more revelation we received just this past, Uh, feast celebration in 2023 I was in St. Augustine in Florida helping the body down there celebrating 10 days and the Lord gave me this incredible connection uh, between the holiness of Yom Kippur and the communion and tying the two together and as I brought the communion to the body the presence of the Holy Spirit just filled the room and filled people's hearts in a way because communion is such a holy, incredible place. But connecting those two dots just ignited something in the Spirit. And these are some of the things that I think we can expect more and more and more of as we come into this union together. The Father gives us more. So... Next time we meet, beloved, we're going to just go a little bit deeper into the heart of this reconnection between you and Gentile. So until that time, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua.
0: Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans Again. That's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email, join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together, and most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm. And view the Romans 911 Study Guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The Reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this Reconnection message in the One New Man has been hidden during the Church Age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember. romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project. Wherever you listen to podcasts at the end